What's up, Fusion? Can we make some noise again for everybody who just got baptized? Come on. There we go. That's a big deal. We want to always make a big deal about that. We want to make a big deal about salvation, about commitment to Jesus. This is why we're here. We're here for Jesus. And if Jesus told us that we need to get baptized, when people get baptized, I think Jesus is very happy with that. Would you guys, you guys think that's a fair conclusion to come to? So then we should be excited as well if we're here for Jesus, right? Good. I just want us to lean in on those moments, man. I know that it could easily be, you know, so many of us have this mindset when we're coming to church of what we're coming to church for, right? Like we are on the way here and a lot of times we're coming for a message or we're coming to hear the right songs to have the right moment. You know, you've been maybe going through a tough time or maybe you're going through a great time and you just want to come and there's normally a feeling that you're looking to experience when you come here. Am I right? I think, I mean, I, I do the same thing. I think it's just normal. It's natural that we are coming here and we want to have an experience. So then when stuff is changed up on us, like nine baptisms in a row. Yeah. Sometimes it's not our first response to be excited about that. Sometimes it's, oh, this is interfering with my plan. I was expecting the song to continue. I was expecting to have my moment. I was in a moment. Now we got to look at somebody else's moment. And I know how those thoughts can be. But I just want to encourage us to remember why we are here. And if you don't know, maybe you think that this experience is just for you to have your experience in the way that you've planned. Maybe you've been thinking that way. Well, I'd like to correct that a little bit and say that we are here for Jesus. And so what Jesus finds most important is what we find most important. Amen. So that's why we're switching things up a little bit tonight, not just with baptisms. But if you've noticed, I don't know if anybody's noticed, but I don't even have a podium up here. Right. I don't have an iPad with me. I don't have any notes. Y'all like, oh, you seem a little unprepared. (laughs) No, I know what I want to talk about. But we're going to we're going to do things a little bit differently tonight. Are you guys okay with doing things a little bit differently? You guys like to mix things up every now and then? I know some of y'all are like, no, I hate mixing things up. I don't like change. I don't like doing things differently. Well, God says, behold, I do a new thing, right? And so I want to talk a little bit about vision tonight, what we're here for, what our vision is, what we're doing here at Fusion, what we're doing here at Victory. God's doing a new thing. And I believe that when God wants to do a new thing, he uses people to do it. Does that make sense? And so if God's doing a a new thing here, 
I believe he wants to use people to do it. What's the new thing that God is doing here? What's the new thing? What is it? Are you wondering? Would you like me to answer the question, not just ask it over and over? Okay. I believe God really, truly wants his church to shift from a place that we come for just our personal experience and just the vertical to somewhere that we're coming to connect. Connectedness. The Bible says that we as God's church are his body of which Jesus Christ is the head. Does anybody know what a body looks like? Maybe that was a maybe that wasn't the question to ask some of you guys. Okay. What I'm saying is it's connected, right? Everybody has one so they know that your body doesn't separate. There's no parts of your body that are just doing their own thing. Your finger is having signals sent to it, and there's a lot of stuff happening for it to move. But what we're seeing a lot of times in church nowadays is this solo mindset, individual mindset. Everybody can kind of do their own thing in their own way. You go to the church that you want to go to that suits your needs. You don't necessarily have to contribute anything there. You show up, and if you like it, then you'll continue to consume it for as long as you want to. And then when you're not feeling it anymore, like you're not liking the messages anymore, or you're not liking the worship anymore, or it's not going how you want it to go, you can just kind of go to the next spot. That's what we're seeing a lot in our society. But when we look at the scriptures, Jesus calls his church, his body, and the body has to be connected. Anybody know what the word used for church in the Bible is? Ecclesia. What does that mean? It means called out ones. It's like a group of people called out ones, not one. That means you're not the church just by yourself. You are the church when you are connected. So there's, a, there's this mindset out here that you could just be the church by yourself and just go out here and do your own thing. That is not how it works. Called out ones, separated ones. Now, a lot of people don't necessarily like to take that approach to church. But that's the approach that Jesus says that we need to take, that we need to be a group of people that is separated. And that's what will actually affect the rest of the world. He says when we are one with one another, as he and the father are one, then the world will believe that it's the father who sent Jesus. But a lot of us have this mindset of just going into the world on this renegade mission. Like we can just do it on our own and we can just do our own thing or maybe not even going into the world. Maybe we're just going into our own vertical relationship. But God is calling us to be connected. Does anybody know the primary way that we here at Fusion and at Victory stay connected to each other? Small groups. Not everybody sounds excited about that, but I got about 25% of the room 
that sounds excited about that? That means that maybe not everybody in here has been super affected by small groups. But I want to tell you, the reason that we do this is not just because it's a cool idea, not because we just want to tell you to do something. We want to serve you. I, as the pastor, I want to serve you, but I cannot. I just can't. I don't have the capacity to serve each and every one of you guys one-on-one in the way that you need to be served. When you're going through something, you can't all call me. Right? That would be a bit much. You need people around you. This is why God called us to do it. You need people around you to talk to as you're walking this walk. You need community around you, people who are going to love you. You need people to hold you accountable, but not just hold you accountable. You need people to celebrate with. Who do you call when you get a promotion? Who do you call when you get fired? Hopefully all of you are operating in excellence on your jobs and working as unto the Lord. So that doesn't happen. But maybe you need a small group to remind you of that. When you're thinking about working, not as unto the Lord, you know, the reason that we do this truly the heart behind us doing small groups, it's not easy. This actually takes a lot of work to organize small groups. But the reason that we do it is because we want to make sure that we are doing what God has called us to do. God did not just call us to gather once a week and hear a message, but he called us to be his church, be his body, stay connected. You should not be a member of the body that's disconnected. We need to stay connected. I need it. I would not be able to function in life if I didn't have anybody to connect with, anybody to call when I'm going through stuff. I love, I mean, I love talking to my wife, but what about when I'm going through stuff with my wife? Right? You got to have somebody to talk to. You got to have somebody to connect with. She needs to have somebody to talk to. What about when I'm getting on her nerves, right? Just telling me about it isn't always the best approach, right? Sometimes you need those people who you can call and vent it out. And they could be like, yeah, don't say any of that (laughs) to your spouse. You're actually tripping. How about you take this approach? We need that. That's why God told us to be his body, to be connected, to serve one another. There is no command in scripture that will lead you to believe that you should be doing life on your own. And it does not honor God for you to just serve him by yourself. How are you really going to serve him without serving people? And if you are just here, just serving people, you're also not fulfilling everything that he's asking you to do because you need people around you to keep you built up, to keep you strengthened, to keep you encouraged. Not, I mean, that accountability needs to take place on both the correction end and the, and the encouragement end. Amen? All right, so I'm not going to talk to you guys just by myself all night. I actually wanted to bring up some people who have been 
impacted by small groups. Because it's, it's not enough for me to just suggest it to you. You guys might be like, okay, Pastor Vance, we know that that is a good idea, or at least you think is a good idea, but we need to know that this is actually helping people because you're the ones, you got to, I get it. I've been in Fusion. I've been in other ministries. I've led small groups. I know that it's a commitment. You got to get up, get in your car, drive. On a night other than service. So it's like, yo, I'm at church on Sunday. I'm at church on Tuesday night. Now they want me to go somewhere. No, 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 no. This is an opportunity that we're extending to you. This is not an obligation, right? An opportunity for you to connect, an opportunity for you to be encouraged. But don't just take it from me. I have two leaders that I want to call up. Taylor Sims and Troy Richard. Yeah, give it up for him. Come on, celebrate your people. How you guys doing tonight? We're great. Good. I'm good. Great? You're feeling good? good? Okay. Good. 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 <laughs> okay. So, what we wanted to do tonight, as I shared with you guys, is really just give people an opportunity to hear from a personal standpoint, like how has being in a small group impacted your life? So, my first question is, how has being in a small group impacted your life. And Troy, I'd like you to dive into this one first. Uh, I feel like small groups saved my life. Um, I came in a small group at a time when I was fresh out of the military, and I just got back from my third tour to the Middle East. So uh, not only was I coming back from the Middle East, but I also was transitioning out of the military. And uh, that's a time in a soldier's life where uh, a lot of people fall into depression and PTSD and things of that nature. So at the time that I joined small group, um, that became my family. Uh, because at one point in time, the military was my family. And um, separating from them, I knew I was supposed to get out the military. But um, I felt like that gave me my worth. So at the time, I felt like I was what I did. So I'm a soldier. I'm a soldier. I'm a soldier. Mm. Now that I'm not in the military, who am I? You know, so um, small group affirmed me that I'm a son you know what I'm saying? That I'm forgiven. Um, mm. So, so um, and a lot of time, um, as I was going through small group, um, the Holy Spirit was working on me on the inside. And so when a lot of the guys that I served with uh, wound up, a couple of guys I served with, I wound up burying them because they couldn't make the transition out of the military. Um, they wound up uh, falling victim to suicide. Uh, which is something that a lot of soldiers go out, you know, with. But um, I had a small group. I had community. Uh, it was a totally different story for me. So God was working on the inside of me. Wow. And if you don't mind, uh, I'd, I'd love to just have you unpack that a little bit more. What was it about small group? Because, you know, some people could think, well, I mean, if you're just coming to service, maybe hearing the messages or, or having worship experiences would do that for you. What was it about small group that did that for you? Um, well, I didn't want to be in small group. Uh, so I came in 2015 
And um, I was one of them cats that as soon as church was over, I was out the door. Mm. If it was small group night, I'm not staying. I'm right. gone. If I see signs <laughs> like this, I'm out. Yeah. Um, but uh, trying to do it by myself, well, what happened was I'm serving God. I'm trying to be on fire. And I keep falling into the same things that I was falling into mm. in the world. Mm. So I was lukewarm. Mm. Um, and so eventually enough was enough. And I was crying out to God. And I was like, look, if I'm going to do this, I need help. Yeah. And uh, the next night was small group night. And I was wow. like, okay, I'm staying. <laughs> you know? That's, dope. That's dope. Okay. Thank you, man. I really appreciate you sharing that. Taylor, what about being in a small group impacted your life? Or how did it impact your life? Yeah. Um, so I got saved while I was in college. Um, so having a friend group in college and then getting saved and then trying to function with that same friend group <laughs> was not a thing. So yeah. um, I, the church I was going to, which wasn't Victory, and I'll get to it when I came here, um, but they offered small groups, and I got a part of one. And it was so crazy because, um, I mean, it was just people that really had a heart, one for the Lord, but also just to see you prosper, like, in your own walk. Mm. And it was so many people that spoke so much life into me and that really called the gold out of the dirt that I was living in and the mess that I only saw myself in, that they saw the gold and the value in me and they were able to call that out of me. And um, that was something that was important because I couldn't see it. So I needed people on my sidelines standing around me and surrounding me to call that out. Um, So I built that friend group. But when I moved here three years ago, I had to start over. Mm. (laughs) And um, that transition was really hard um, because I left everything that I knew um, and when I got here, it was, Victory's huge. <laughs> so yeah. I came from a church that had like 300 people, yeah. like it was smaller than Fusion. Yeah. And so coming into Victory, I was like, there is no way I'm going to meet anybody. Yeah. Like, this is just going to be a forever thing. Like maybe I just, maybe meet one friend or whatever. Um, and I actually got plugged into a small group, which was actually a V group. And I didn't know there was differences. I just didn't know. I just know I needed a small group because I needed people around me. Because when I moved here, I was exposed to so much more than I was back home. Um, And I made other friends that weren't, per se, living for the Lord. Um, And when you think that you can be the influencer and Mm -hmm. friend groups like that, there's a, I think it's just like a natural connection with friends. Like over time, those people will begin to influence you in some way. Yeah. Um, and I think sometimes you can go on that mindset. Well, I know the Lord, like I can help change their lives. But what was happening was I was being influenced Mm -hmm. and, um, and I knew that, okay, well, I I have to build community here. Mm -hmm. So, um, I got connected with a small group, but joining a small group, when you walk in, you don't initially make like, you don't become BFFs with the people you meet like (laughs) day one, like it takes time. It yeah. takes so much time to build yeah. connections because I'm, like, I could have walked in and just said, well, no, didn't really connect with anybody, but I kept going because I knew what I put in, I was going to get, I was going to reap whatever I sowed. So, um, so yeah, so I joined the small group. I, and then I ended up getting introduced to a fusion group, um, actually by Noreen. She introduced me to Kristen Shout and, out. um, I wasn't even plugged in with fusion. I came into fusion. I sat by myself. Like I didn't know anybody and I would sit by myself and I would leave like, just go. We didn't have like the VIP. There was nothing of that nature. I think yeah. they had signups for baptisms, but I was already baptized. So yeah. I just left because um, it was just very overwhelming just to come in a room, hear the word, and then I don't know who to connect with. 
So um, I would leave, but Noreen actually introduced me to Kristen, and Kristen was starting a small group, a fusion small group. And um, I joined the small group when it first started, and um, honestly, I've been a part of that small group now for two and a half years. Um, Kristen stepped aside, not down, and another person took over the small group, um, and then I ended up taking over the small group. But it was so beautiful because all those people in that small group are literally like my best friends. Like, they are family to me. I don't even consider them friends. I mean, we've walked through so much together and they were people that really called me out on certain things and that weren't afraid. Um, it's a scripture in songs that talks about um, faithful are the wounds of a friend, but deceitful is the kisses of the enemy. And I believe that like true friends will wound you. Okay. They will correct you. They will tell you where your errors are. And I truly believe that. And so that's what they are still to this day. And some of them have moved on, um, but they have been my family and they've really helped strengthen my faith in the Lord. I've seen how other people walk with God and that encouraged me. Um, and I'm like, I need to, I'm slacking on my devotional game. Like just seeing how other people commune with God is so beautiful. So it helped strengthen me and just really mold me to just where I am today and even just leading a small group. So that is awesome. Awesome. So obviously, I mean, as I mentioned before, I called you guys up. You guys are now small group leaders. So if you wouldn't mind, and Troy, you could jump into this first. um, What made you decide to lead a small group? Because as I mentioned earlier, it's a commitment. Some of y'all feel like it's too much of a commitment to attend. And so to lead one, to commit to facilitating one is a real commitment, and nobody made you guys do that. What made you decide to, hey, I'm going to commit my time and my energy to leading a small group? What made you do that? Well, I didn't want to be a small group leader. Uh, <laughs> um, but uh, every... <laughs> every uh, <laughs> Common theme. <laughs> so... Um, Every time uh, there will be a, a breakdown and there will be an announcement for new leader interest group, you know, uh, new leader interest meeting after service, the Holy Spirit kept pricking me. Mm. You ever been pricked by the Holy Spirit? <laughs> so I kept being pricked and I was like, I'm not going to that. <laughs> so I didn't. And uh, <clears throat> eventually the Holy Spirit kept pricking me. And um, it's, a, it's a scripture in John and, and Jesus is talking to his disciples And he says, I give you this new command, um, as I have loved you, love one another. Mm -hmm. And then he said, they'll know that you belong to me by the way that you love. Mm -hmm. So they first had to experience the love of Jesus before they could give it, right? Mm -hmm. So in small group, I had experienced the love of Jesus, and Mm -hmm. the Holy Spirit was calling me to give that back out. But... um, But I thought it was me, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and he had to tell me, I'm not looking for you. I just want to use you as a conduit. You know Mm. what I'm saying? So he's like, I just need a yes from you and I'll take care of the rest. Mm. So I became a small group leader just to basically open up my house apartment as a a place for the Holy Spirit to work. You know what I'm saying? To facilitate the change because I can't change anybody, but he can. So just like I used to sit there, I ain't say anything in small group either. When I first got in a small group, I was just sitting there. Like, I don't know these people, but, but they have food, though, so I kept showing up. 
<laughs> so, um, just like I was sitting there and the Holy Spirit was working on the inside of me and over the period of time, you know, there was a transformation that took place. He was letting me know, just open up, you know, your residence and allow me to do the work. Yeah. That's awesome, man. And Taylor? Um, so I became a small group leader. Um, one, our small group was really, really big. Mm. Um, <laughs> it was like, and we were in an apartment also, um, and it was like 30 of us one group me, but, you know, when people show up, so like rotating like 15, 20 people um, in, the, in our apartment. And so I knew that there was a need, that we needed more leaders to come out of the group. And so um, I wanted to step in that sense, but also that, you know, we're called to, be disciples and to make disciples. Um, and so I know there was a point where I needed to move into leadership so that I can help disciple other people, um, even if it wasn't becoming a fusion small group leader, but just leaders in other capacities as well. So that's why I'm a small group leader. Okay. <laughs> and I'd like to know, how has it, like even as the leaders of the group, how has it benefited you? Like how has being a small group leader benefited you? Either one of you guys can jump in on it. It is challenging. Mm. It is really, really challenging. Because, like, going in, you think, okay, everyone loves the Lord. Like, you know <laughs> me. We're just going to, like, read about Jesus, and it's just going to be great, you yeah. know? But it's like, no, we all going through stuff, yeah, okay? Yeah. We're, like, walking through a lot of stuff. And so it's being ready to have those conversations and have those tough conversations. But it's also, like, preparing um, personally as well, because also you can get caught in your personal life and what's going on. And so it's like, I think almost in a sense, it's like I have to put on so that I can feed these people the sense. I'm like, I'm guiding them to Jesus. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just, we're all in this journey together. You know what I mean? And so I think that's what small group is, is that we're walking this journey together and we're helping uplift each other. There's people in my small group that have helped uplift me as their leader. It's awesome. Um, and it's so appreciative. Um, but it is challenging, but it's so rewarding at the same time. Mm. Um, because you really do see people's lives being changed and just mindsets just changing. It's such a beautiful thing when you get to build relationships and walk so closely with those individuals. It's mm. really, really rewarding. So, It's awesome. Troy? Uh, <laughs> I didn't want to be benefited by right? being in a small group. <laughs> so I didn't even want to have small group. now. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I was all fired up, uh, you know, I'm like, all right, small group, yeah. um, I'm about to do this, Lord, you and me, you and me, and one person showed up, mm. <laughs> you know, so uh, some nights it was just my coach and somebody else, and um, so I started concentrating on the wrong thing, and uh, what happened, what I, what I realized is that um, a lot of times I'll be going through something and I might have had a reason. I'm like, man, I want to cancel group. And I was like, no, nah, I can't do it. I got a commitment. Mm -hmm. And when I didn't have group was when just God moved. Like the discussion was dope. Like mm -hmm. it was just everything. Mm -hmm. um, but for me, uh, it would have to be um, like really having to depend on God. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? So it's, it's not something that I can do by myself. But mm -hmm. being a small group leader directs me back to him because I need him to do to help me because I can't do it. Because I ain't even want to do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's awesome, man. Can you guys give it up for Troy and Taylor? Thank you so much for sharing you guys' story.
we got uh, we got something special going on tonight. We want to take some time to connect. Is is that cool with you guys? Are y'all here just for yourselves or are you here for each other? Ah, we about to find out. Erskine, come let them know what's going on. You guys can roll with me. <laughs> 